This After Dark podcast is sponsored by HHNUnofficial.com, the home of Halloween Horror Nights news and rumors all year round. Find us on the web at www.HHNUnofficial.com. So stop the fog machines and clear the cobwebs. It's time for another episode of the podcast that's nearly the same as all the others. Universal After Dark, a Universal podcast that's not the same as all the others. Well, I said, what would Jesus do? Anyway, and welcome to this week's Universal After Dark, the only podcast that's nearly the same as Diz After Dark, but it's not quite <laughs> Diz After Dark, it's all about Universal. And tonight in the hot seat we have... P-dubs. Good evening. We have Boston White. Hi. Sicky little lamb. Yeah. And we have the talented Mr. Ripley. Hello. He always says that, doesn't he? <laughs> Hello. He always sounds dead intelligent. No. Like he's just done a memo to someone or sent a, a fax to his secretary. Well, I couldn't find your sodding bench. I can't be that, that intelligent. Why is he sending you? Why is Nickel Ars, the man who spells his name wrong, sending you to King's Cross? <laughs> I don't know. Probably something to do with Harry Potter. It's by the. Um, it's just down the road from the. Is it the English Museum, the British Museum, oh. and uh, that university area? That's where it is. I thought it was in Euston. Yeah, it's just half a mile down the road from Euston. Okay. You come out of Euston by the Sainsbury's and you walk straight down and uh, this harp's just gone off in my ears like a religious experience <laughs> on the computer and, um, and it's just there on the right hand side Gotcha. I'll show, I'll show you if you click on my bench picture and just click on it everyone on Facebook go to my bench and have a look and it's there so what's everyone drinking I'm going to go first because I am and I'm drinking Amstel which you can't get in Universal. Ah, cheers. <laughs> <laughs> that good, eh, Craig? Oh, it went down the wrong goal. <laughs> Keep it clean. <laughs> Anyone else drinking? Yeah, I'm trying something different today. I'm oh. trying some Blue Moon. Yeah, that's what it makes me think of, so that's why I bought it. <laughs> that's got a universal Halloween Horror Nights um, feel. Mm. It has. Fantastic. And what's it taste like? Um, It's all right. Is it blue? No, unfortunately not. Is there any moon in it? Uh, might be. Shit, then, isn't it? They're shit. They're shit. Prefer me, bud. Blue moon and shit. Um, talented Mr. Ripley's not drinking, and now you do your podcast sober now. 
Uh, well, I'm I'm trying to do them sober. I did have a little bit of the only rum that you can buy that you need a Scouse accent to pronounce correctly, and that's Kraken. <laughs> that, that was Kraken. Oh, I do like some Kraken rum. <laughs> he's, li- he's literally becoming Captain Jack Sparrow right before our very eyes. Oh, I'll put the bottle down. He's yeah. young, dumb, and full of rum. <laughs> Everybody check my Facebook for a political rum joke. Oh, that was yeah. posted this evening. See, no, it was quite good. I, I tittered. <laughs> Couldn't yeah. resist it. So, in this week's show, we're uh, just going to do a touch on the news. If you want proper news, go to listen to uh, UUOP and um, that other one, that little podcast from the uh, After Dark. No, who, who does it? The Unplugged Network. We've reached out to it. We're, we're getting him on, you know. Who? Rhino. <gasps> yes. He wants to come on our show. I love Rhino. I love Rhino. I, I love it, Rhino. I want to get me some Rhino. I'd love to pluck his eyebrows and then trim his armpit here. Now he's not going to come on. He is. <laughs> <laughs> he's a, have you heard him when he sings country and western songs? No. Oh, yes. Oh, go and tweet him, right? And, oh, he's just dead funny. <sighs> I'd like to lick him. Oh, God. <laughs> I that just would cud- be Amanda's catchphrase tonight. I'd yeah. Just literally just cuddle him and just smell his hair. I reckon it smells of Vosine. Walmart's own brand, Vosine. It's like two gallons for 49 cents. Rhino, please still come on the show. <laughs> I'll be working that night, Rhino. Don't worry. The injunction will be in full force by then. <laughs> Rhino! I'd love to wear his skin. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, if we've got any news, anyone want to give us some news? Come on. Universal news. It's about Universal, this show. Okay, we've got an opening date for Volcano Bay. You are messing. I'm really not messing. When is it? It's the 25th of May. However... <gasps> Right, our tickets that we can buy in the UK right now, so our three park tickets, are only valid from the 1st of June. That's a faux pas then, isn't it? Yeah. So I'm guessing that the original plan was to open the 1st of June. Maybe they're going to release like separate tickets close to the time. I don't know. But official opening day is 25th, and there'll be a media event a couple of days before. There's still no news about the annual passes, is there? Whether it's going to be incorporated or there's going to be another tier. No, well, they told me that they can't confirm or deny whether it'll be included in the price right now. I don't think they will. I think they'll exclude it. I think it'll be a little price high. I mean, it would be nice if you already had an annual pass for them to be like, okay, you can keep your pass as it is, but if you're buying one now, it will be a higher price, but I just don't think they're going to do that. I mean, we've we've upgraded our tickets, or I think it was fifty dollars or fifty pounds each. I can't remember um, per person for the eight of us or the seven of us to go in the summer. It's a water park. I'm not really that fussed. I'm going because I have to. I got you fussed. I, I tweeted yesterday. Well, I retweeted the the opening time to the park. It's open yeah. till 10. Well, I think it's got to be, Anna, for the light show. 
Like, <laughs> can you imagine how fun it'll be to get dead drunk? And drown. just be in the water park till 10. Just weeing in the water. Well, hopefully that, not, no. That's what, that's what I can't handle, because... No, they, don't they put that stuff in the water so if you have a wee, it turns a different colour? I don't think they do, because it's never turned a different colour when I've had a wee. <laughs> 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 and I'm, I'm normally dead dehydrated in Florida, so you can tell that I've had a wee. <laughs> because... There's a, a faint waft of sugar puffs. Oh. <laughs> Remind me never to go to a walk, water park with you, Craig. I know. Oh. I'm going to make sure that I go before you do. When you mean go, what do you mean go? I mean, I'm going to Volcano Bay before you, just so I know that you haven't weed in the water. But that's, that's the thing, right? Within two days of um, Volcano Bay opening... The amount of water that they've got in their system will probably double because everyone just goes and just wheezes in it. You, I really hope not. Do you want to know well, a fun fact about weeing? Oh, go on. I love you. Go you on. know, you know when you get out of a swimming pool and sometimes your eyes are a little bit red, a little bit stingy. Yeah. That's urine that does that. It's not chlorine. What? Yeah. That's other people's what? piss in your eyes. No, it's not. That's it is. not real. Well, there's, no, there's, there's like a swimming pool by ours, and um, it's, I don't want to say what school it's in, but it's in a school, and when you go in that water, it literally burns the skin off you, there's that much chlorine in it. <laughs> but what you're saying is, basically all the teachers are pissing in it, all the kids are pissing it, in it, and anyone who walks past is pissing in it. It's a scientific <laughs> fact. <laughs> If anyone wants to back that fact off with an email, a tweet, or a Facebook, let us know. Or Instagrammers, or YouTubers, like Adam the Wood does now. Don't Instagram us, because we don't want a picture of you peeing in the pool. Oh, yeah, I've just found them new Instagrams where you go backwards and forwards, backwards and forwards, forever. A boomerang. Yeah, I'm going to do some of them soon. kids. Do you reckon you could do a boomerang of your weeing? So it like just comes out, goes in, comes out, goes in. <laughs> Probably. Oh. Probably. <laughs> I'm, sure, I'm sure you'd find a way, Craig. Yeah. I did that at um, a wedding for James and Michelle back in the early 90s when I think I was about 20. I just met Kerry. And um, we go to this wedding in Nosley Hall in Nosley Village. It's shut down now. And... Uh, I took the camera to do some video recording of the night and do some interviews of everyone, and I went in and videoed myself weeing. Oh, that's why it's shut down then. Yeah. Classic, classic. You had to be there. Uh, any other news? Halloween Horror yes, Nights. Jimmy... Oh, oh, yeah. Oh, we're inundated with news. We'll save the Halloween, the Halloween right. Horror Night dates for your Halloween Horror Night section. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Because you oh, get yeah, a special... You get a jingle. You get a new jingle oh, every like show. Jingle? Uh, have you got a jingle? Well, the advert thingy. Oh, I love the advert. What do you think, Amanda? Do you love the advert? I loved it. I loved it. Yeah, I loved it more. It creeps me out when I listen to it. Yeah, it puts me in the zone. <laughs> in the scare zone. The scare, the scare yeah, zone. The scare zone. Another plug. Thank you. Oh, I love Scare Zone. I love Logan. I love Scare Zone. BLT. 
And I love BLT. Oh, isn't it good? Yeah. I mean, we've had Bart Scott on here years ago. So I've, I'm, I'm going to say it publicly. I've reached out to them. I want them on the show. I want BLT on our show. Well, okay. Good. Said it. It'd be good for them to get the listeners if they come on our show. <laughs> <laughs> Weren't they number one uh, most downloaded podcast or something the other day? Um, Tim said on, I think it was on one of his vlogs, they were in the top 25 comedy podcasts in America. Bloody hell. I'd love to be Tim Tracker. He's just, he's, he's lovely, isn't he? Oh, Tim is, yeah. Yeah, he's just did, lovely. Did you say that he, uh, Got pulled up in the Harry Potter show today. Did he? Yeah. Oh, I'll have to. Is it when? How did you see that? Where was that? Someone took a photo of him on stage. Oh, did you? So I guess, guessing it'll be in tomorrow's vlog. That's boss market market and that. And what I'm going to try and get on because they're coming over to the UK, aren't they? Are they? The trackers. Yeah. Yeah. Really? When? Yeah. Uh, sometime this year, and they're going to try and get across to Paris for the 25th anniversary. I'm going to speak to Virgin Trains, other train operators are uh, available, and see if they could sort some sponsorship out for them. And maybe, maybe they'd do some vlogs on our trains or something. That'd be boss. Be boss. Anyway, so what are we talking about? News. Oh yeah, news. Jimmy Fallon shop. Oh yeah, finally it's... opened. Well. Uh, I watched Tim Tracker walk around it the other day. Yeah. It looks all right, doesn't it? Yeah, some some great merchandise. They've really, really plugging into to some of Jimmy's characters. I just so really not... want to buy the hashtag the panda outfit. <laughs> I saw that, and they've also got the uh, the tight pants that he wears. Oh, yeah. yeah, Jimmy tight pants. So. I thought that was quite funny, but yeah, they really seem to have to have gone in with the um, the hashtag the panda thing. There seems to be lots of merchandise for that. Well, the panda sold. It was like a hundred dollar panda, wasn't it? Mhm. That's been sold, and where that was, because I was listening to um, the Universal Edition of um, the Diz Unplugged or whatever it's called podcast, and. Um, they filled it in with shelves where that panda suit was. What? So it sold out? Well, yeah. This, they don't know if they only had one in stock as a gimmick or if they're going to start selling more again. Where it was is gone. It's been filled in with shelving. All right. So you wouldn't have your size anyway. I'd, I would just, like, fix it so that it fit me. I can sew, you know. Make costumes, so I do. I can sew, you know. <laughs> There's a t-shirt there. We need someone to make that t-shirt. Mm-hmm. A picture of a man that pointing and looking dead menacing, <laughs> with a needle and thread in the other hand. Yeah. With like. Plugging that, we we have got someone making badges. We think. <sighs> Nickel Arse, who spells his name funny, mm-hmm. is making badges. For our Patreon people and for our bad shop. We're getting professional here. Yeah, I've had a wash and everything. 
Uh, so, is anyone excited? Now, more and more stuff's coming out about Jimmy Fallon, and I think you're going to find I was proved right when I said it's going to be like Michael Jackson. Right. Because you're all, the whole stage moves. You don't get taken up sword and style. You sit in a block of seats, and they all move together, like Michael Jackson did. Hmm. It's going to be disappointing. No, it isn't. No one knows Jimmy Fallon. I know Jimmy Fallon. The people who do know him say he's rubbish. I, he's not rubbish. Who would win in a fight? Between Jimmy, who? Jimmy uh, Fallon and James Corden. <laughs> Jimmy Fallon. How? Why? Because Have I you feel not... like he'd just be dead sneaky and dead fast, like he's got ADD, and he'd just like attack him from every angle. Have you not seen James Corden's carpool karaoke with red hot chili peppers? No. And Snake Hudis absolutely. Oh, yeah, it has. That was it. funny. They go. haven't wrestled. Did Don't they? they do it on someone's like in front in the front garden? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So there you go. So who would win? Between who? I've just said them two. Smithy. Oh, I just said Jimmy Fallon. No, James Corden would batter him. He'd come in. He's he's a little Essex boy. He'd just probably just get his gun out and just shoot him. Mm-hmm. Jimmy Fallon's going all like ninja. What? Wax on, wax off. What? And he'd just go... Like <laughs> Other forms of gun crime are available. <laughs> Has anyone got any more news? No, I think that's it. Uh, have we talked we got about a... Mardi Gras last week, so you can go back to last week's episode and listen to that one. Yeah. Is anyone excited for Mardi Gras? Mm. I would really like to go. I'd like to go to the real one. Well, we know why you'd like to go to the real one. <laughs> <laughs> booby, booby, plop, plop. <laughs> yeah, we that. discussed this on the last show, didn't we? Yeah, we did. <laughs> oh, did we? <laughs> Want to go, yeah. Was that when I was drunk? I can't remember you talking yeah. about it. Yeah, okay. I think yeah. so it was, yeah. Yes, gotcha. the reason why the women get the beads. Gotcha. Booby, booby, plop, plop. Gotcha. <laughs> it's all coming back to me now. There you go. That's a cue for you to sing, Craig. I can't remember the words. <laughs> it's all coming back to me now. I know it's a song, but I can't think of how it goes. I'm too old now. Oh, I was reminiscing today about Two Unlimited. No, 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 there's no limit. God. That was like the Vicar of Dibley then. That's like retro now, isn't it? Yeah. It's over 20 years old. God, we're old. I'm not. Amanda's not. You're old, Craig, yeah. Amanda's not. That song's older than Amanda. Bloody yeah. <sighs> Doesn't that depress you? Well, it's not, but let's pretend it is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's just pretend that it is. <laughs> Why were you born, Amanda? 1990. When did no, 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 there's no limit come out? <laughs> I feel like about probably 95. No, 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 no. I'm sure it was earlier than that. I'm going to do it right now. 1993. 93. It was the year I started on the railway. So you were like a pension. 
Yeah, so you were three, like three. dancing around with your nappy on your head, Oops. with your dummy in, and you've yeah. had you've had too much milk, so like your bog eye had all popped out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, blitzed, full of um, rusks and and milk. Oh, I've been a baby. I've seen the videos. Yeah. Yeah, we've seen we've seen the videos. The whole of, of her childhood was at Universal Orlando. I think she just literally lived in in Universal until she was like fifteen. I think I did, you know, and then I had a bit of a break, came back to England, and then went back. Just like living with ET in the <laughs> in the three boob room. Yeah. Yeah. We're in the closet, oh. closet with all the other dolls and things. Yeah. Oh, would you do that, Amanda? When I live in E.T.'s cupboard. Yeah. Yeah, go on then. It's right, Rossi, lad. <laughs> right. So if there's no more real sensible news to talk about, and there isn't, they made some profits the other week as well. Their quarter, they released figures and it was boss. So that's the Scouse news. They made loads of money and it was boss. So, la, la um... You're the first timer. You're going to Universal the first time in your life, right? You've never been before. <coughs> oh, who's that coughing? You're uh, okay. Obviously me. I'm just dying. Come on, let's all sing us. Oh no, hold on. Whoa, whoa, whoa. We haven't done the, the Halloween Horror Nights twenty. Oh yeah. News. Okay, let me get into character. Ma, ma, ma. Oh my god. And now it's over to Chris Ripley. He's gonna do the Halloween Horror Nights news. It's coming exclusively from our show sponsors, of which I can't quite remember the name. If Chris could remind me, that would be appreciated. HHNonofficial.com. HHN. Unofficial.com. Yeah. Oh. That was beautiful. Thanks. It was. I, I'm sort of welling up over that. <laughs> um, well, news. The only news I've got is Universal accidentally revealed the uh, dates for Halloween Horror Nights 27. Oh. Which usually they're under strict, sort of strict control secrets. Um, until I don't know, spring isn't it normally? Mm. Well, March, I'm on about March, March, yeah. March so, is it March or April when you release the dates? Is it normally that late? Mm. It, oh, okay, some years it's been very late. I think, I think, what is it like 24 when they released it in the summer and everyone was moaning? <laughs> yeah, because usually we get the um. There's usually a notification on some ticket websites, like UK ticket websites, with the frequent fear pass on there. That's it. Before we've even had the dates. Yeah, and none of them have been updated yet. No. Um, I'd look at them the other day. So, I'm, yeah. I'm, with me going on the Friday, uh, I'm hoping to go Friday night, Saturday night, Sunday night. And I'm hoping for express passes for the three nights. Oh, Yeah. Well, maybe two nights then. But Do you know how expensive the express passes are? Well, yeah, we did it. Me and Stuart did it last time, but we only went for two nights then. 
Um, we went on the Saturday night and the Sunday night. You know what? It'll probably be cheaper for you to just get the um, pass with the express included. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. And it's like something like 14 nights on the bounce. Mm-hmm. You pay for that, don't you? Mm-hmm. I'm going to have to do it. It's going to be a bit tricky because it's very expensive to try and do what I'm doing, basically. So have to watch that space okay right hashtag checkmate talk explain what is it checkmate yeah well i asked the internet i said to them you tell me what you think it is and i had about 75 percent of people say it's sore yeah i saw a lot of people saying sore Mm. but i don't know how they got to that they said that because it's all a game on sore that you know, I can see the logic because if you think about how, I mean, Murdy in Hollywood, when he does his code names for his houses, he picks weird and wonderful things, and sometimes it might be something that's mm-hmm. someone's told him about something, so that you can hardly ever work his ones out. Whereas Orlando, I think that if you look back at ones they've done in the past, you can actually go, oh yeah, that makes total sense. And, and Mike Aiello has actually said that, that because they have to use these code names, they themselves and all of their contractors and all the people you know in corporate, they need to know what these houses are from the code names. I mean, like the Chance House last year, take a chance on me, was ABBA. Mm-hmm. You know, make complete sense. You can work that one out in theory. So that's why people were saying checkmate is sore. So did you see what our friend Brian Rose posted on Twitter? Probably. What would he post? Where it was um a chess set, but the Universal Monsters won. Oh yes, I and then see. the king of the chess set was the mummy. Oh. What did you think of that one? Well, the mummy is pretty much guaranteed to be coming, I would say. Uh-huh. So whether or not Checkmate is the mummy, I don't know. Could, could it not just be the worst house ever and it's like chess? Oh, God. <laughs> Can you imagine? Or wizard's chess. The other thing, the reason why some people, uh, a lot of the old school friends, uh, fans of Halloween Horror Nights are saying it's sore, is because um, Saw has obviously been there before, and that was exactly 10 years ago, and that was advertising, that was part of the deal, it was advertising a Saw film that was out in the cinemas. So the fact that they've got a new Saw film coming out kind of all follows in. And the Saw house, when they had it before, a lot of the sets and a lot of the props were very expensive to build, so I should imagine they've probably got lots of it stored up somewhere mm, I've never seen a Saw film what <laughs> what I don't generally as a rule watch horror films why uh, because I'm married to Kerry <laughs> Kerry Kerry the coward right you, you know what my boyfriend's like he doesn't like anything I just watch the scary <laughs> films by myself why would you do that Amanda I like, oh, you know what? I was watching um, Blair Witch Project. Oh, don't. That film burns my head out. The new one. I haven't seen that. I couldn't watch it. It made me really scared to go to sleep the other day. But then I watched um, Trick or Treat again. 
No. And I'm feeling like, yeah, to Halloween Horror Nights with that. Yeah, a lot of people have said that. When I think when we went for Halloween Horror Nights 25, me and Stuart went and watched It Follows. Have you seen that? No, I don't think so. It was very low budget. And I'm not going to give you all the premise, but basically it's this demon type thing that can show any form and it just follows you. And it walks at a certain pace. It just walks. It doesn't run. It doesn't attack. It just walks. So as long as you can drive to the Highlands of Scotland, <laughs> that'll buy you some time. To get me point? Yeah. Because it'll just walk. It just walks. <laughs> so you might have two weeks up in Scotland safe until you see a naked Native American Indian standing outside the window and you're like... That shit's not real. Oh, my God. There's the thing. It's followed me. And if it catches you, it brutally murders you. Oh, God. The only way to get rid of it is to have sex with someone. What? Is this a real real film? This is a real film. I feel like you've made this up. I have not made this up. I have me and Chris. (laughs) never heard of this then. Because it was extremely budget. It was a... (laughs) The cinema was empty when me and Stuart went to watch it. Was we, this the cinema? Was this City Walk cinema? No, it was in um, Edge Lane in Liverpool. <laughs> <laughs> is is that a porno cinema? <laughs> <laughs> no, it was the. Uh, it used to be the old Virgin cinema. <laughs> <laughs> the old Virgin cinema, really? Richard Branson used to own cinema. <laughs> What are they called now? The Virgin Cinemas View or something? Don't I can't remember. <laughs> right, so you have sex with someone, yeah? And, so this is the topic for the I just not believe in this. This is true. And then the thing follows that other person, yeah? So you're clean oh, then. What? Oh, God. Right? So to pass it on, you have sex with someone. However, when... When the thing kills that person, it reverts back to you. What? This yeah. sounds like the worst film. What is the it's... thing? Go on. What is it? Yeah, what is it? What? The thing. The thing, is it? Oh, it's just like a demon that can shapeshift. Right. So it can take the form of an old man, a young lady, a monkey. Uh, oh, no, I think it's got to be a human. <laughs> A nurse, a, a chocolate cheesecake factory worker, anything. Is this an American film? Yeah. It, it shit me up. It's like the, the original Blair Witch Project. That shit me up big style. What's it called? Spot. It follows. He's looking. I'm looking it up. I, 2014. Hmm. There you go. That's just shit you're up, Annie. <laughs> this film does not exist. It does? <laughs> no, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. <laughs> there you go, I've just put it in the group. Oh, I've got, I'm scared now, I'm looking at it. Yeah. It could be anything. A young woman is followed by an unknown supernatural force after a sexual encounter. 
<laughs> it really does sound like something you would make up, Craig. I know. It's in our groove. <laughs> that doesn't mean it's real. Oh. <laughs> Have you just written an IMDb page while we were waiting? It's, it's very real. Do, do you want to know something else? Go on. Technically, you could say it's a Disney film. Oh? Because Dimension Films <laughs> distributed it. There you go. Oh, this just keeps getting better. Well, we'll bring that up on Diz After Dark next week. Have you, that's the thing. We've got to listen. You've got to listen to the next Diz After Dark because we've got Afraid to Fly. No, Scared to Fly. Who have we got? Hate to Fly. <laughs> Hate to Fly. <laughs> we've got Hate to Fly coming on. Go and listen to UUOP's latest episode. The Orange-Headed Buffoon has done another classic episode and I've cherry-picked yet another one of his brilliant guests to come on our show. <laughs> to follow up the previous one. Yeah, and uh, he's coming on next week, Sunday the 4th of February. So put that in your diaries. Right, so, Amanda, I'm going to you first. The top three things a first-timer has simply got to do at Universal. Okay, Give, are we doing it how I said, so three at Universal and three at Ireland? If you've got that many, go for it. Yeah, I have. Because your your stories and your things are always boss and dead emotional and oh, just get me anky, go on. Okay, so basically in the summer of last year, one of my friends was going to go to Universal for the first time. So he was going to do a road trip around America and he was going to end in Orlando for three days. So the main things that I told him to do, my first one, obviously, was E.T. And that's because that's pretty much the only original thing from when the park opened. So you don't like this friend then? I love him. (laughs) And he needed to see old school Universal at its finest. Okay, okay. So... E.T. is my number one thing for first-timers to do. Once you've done that, and if you think it's boring, wherever you can go and do the more exciting things, but you've done it and you've experienced it because it could go at any time. It could do. Like, if we're being realistic, I hope that it doesn't ever go, but if something was going to go next after Kid Zone, it's probably going to be E.T. That's just so good. Do it while you can. Okay, um, should we go on? Are you going to do your sec- all of yours at once, or should we go move on to someone else? I feel like we should do everyone's number one first, and then we'll circle back round. Okay, um, Mr. Talented Mr. Ripley. Um, well, the problem I've got is I only ever go to Universal in the evenings for Halloween Horror Nights. Um, I know, well, the- but if I did get up early, <laughs> but I don't. I would take advantage of the early access to um, Hogwarts. Hogsmeade. Yeah, so to get in early, what do you need to have done? Um, you need to stay at one of the resort hotels. Yes. It used to be if you'd booked a ticket through Virgin, didn't it? But now it is resort hotels. Yeah, it's but it's only ever one park. So sometimes it's islands and sometimes it's Universal. Gotcha. Well, that would be my top tip. And didn't he get breakfast for the time as well, the Virgin people, in um, one of the Harry Potter restaurants? I think sure so. Did. Yeah. Sure. 
they don't now, so don't take us at that. So that's a that's a top one. Get in early. <laughs> P dubs, what about yourself? Uh my recommendation would be to take in some of the live shows around the park. Uh yeah, both definitely. in in um obviously in the two Harry Potter areas, uh Celestina Warbeck, Three Brothers, uh even the even the Toad uh chorus, I would I would recommend. And the top one for me would be the Blues Brothers. Go and make sure you find the time to go and see the Blues Brothers. Get yourself a nice cold drink, alcoholic or not. Go and find yourself a little spot and uh, watch the Blues Brothers, yeah. Or any of the shows, yeah, definitely. My number one would be to just stop pretending that you're an adult and go and meet the characters and interact with them. You're not just posing for a photograph. Go and talk to Doc. You know, go and talk to... I I asked Optimus Prime, why didn't you tell anyone you could fly? <laughs> what, did he, did he say anything back to that? He just sort of, in a sort of... Shr- he, he sort of did like a shrug the best he could <laughs> in his suit. Bless him. You know, but just just interact with them, uh, talk to them. They love it. They love the act, being able to act back with you. Yeah, that, that, that is true. Doc is the best, isn't he? Oh, what, made... what about Beetlejuice? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. True. Beetlejuice is fantastic. I got a marriage proposal from Beetlejuice last year. Blimey! Wow. So basically, um, I'm moving to Orlando now. Sorry, guys. That's what fair a... enough. What about you could the... be our roving reporter. Okay. <laughs> What about the donkey? Is he still there? Yeah, donkey's yeah. brilliant. Yeah, he's a good one. He's the best out of the three, isn't he? Shrek can't talk. Shrek's a mute. <laughs> Princess Fiona is gorgeous. And their donkey's just hysterical. So, okay, Amanda, what's your number two? Or okay. is it your number one from the other park? I'm going to do my number two, but it's going to be my number two for both parks. <laughs> I know. I know. So then when I'm doing islands, I'll just do one and three. Okay. So my number two is that I feel like if you've never been before, you should dedicate an entire day just to Harry Potter in both parks take your time with it because there's so much to see and so many little things that you'll miss if you just try and speed your way around it trying to get to everything else spend an entire day going get the train forwards and backwards see both versions of it and just take your time looking at the little things like nocturne alley and buy a wand and do the spells in the windows because there's so much to do and you'll miss it if you try and rush and as a Brit, I do rush. I think a lot of people do. You you tend to see people run into Diagon Alley. They'll take a picture of the dragon. They'll go on Gringotts. And then you can see them panicking. Because they'll be trying to get a butterbeer. And then they're like, oh, I need, to, I need to get back out. I need to go and do other stuff. Don't. Take your time with it. If you're coming from the UK, you've got, you've got that time to spend at Universal. So a full day at all of Harry Potter. Yeah. I don't. I don't know if I could do that. 
I definitely could. The first time that, when Diagon Alley had just opened, I spent half a day just in Diagon Alley. Admittedly, it was a lot busier then because it had just opened. But you, I think that you could spend the majority of your day just checking everything out. Go to Ollivander's. See the one picture. Oh, there you go then. Okay, who's number... Who's uh, Mr Ripley, number two? Well, this kind of goes back to my first point, but stay on site. Yeah. I, I think, agree. I think that's... You know, a lot of people do Universal maybe two days, three days, and then forget you can stay on site. You know, they you know, quadl off back to Disney. But the hotels... You know, Amanda will tell you for sure. Um, the hotels are, you know, n- nothing less than amazing, aren't they? They're beautiful. And, you know, a lot of them, if you stay in places like the Hard Rock and Portofino and Royal Pacific, if you're only going to Universal for two days, you're going to get your fast pass for two days if you just stay for one night. And it's worth it. Not just for the fast pass, but because the hotels are just so nice to be in. They're so well themed. I recommend staying on site at Universal to everyone. I'd rather stay on site at Universal than ever stay on site at Disney. Well, if you put a value on your time, if you put a monetary value on your time, you can save money by staying off site. But you don't get early access. You don't get Express Pass at some of the better hotels on site. They're the top three. And you're toing and throwing, whereas you know you've got to get a taxi or a, an Uber or a bus back to your hotel on or a car back to International Drive. Whereas all them hotels are accessible. Hard Rock is a stone throw away, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, and it you know it's phenomenal. You can literally fall out of bed and roll into Harry Potter. It's just brilliant. So. That's a must, I think. What about Mr. Dubs of the P? Uh, I I would say taking the the facade, some of the detailing on the facades is absolutely amazing. Uh, London, San Francisco, New York, Springfield, all wonderfully themed outside of the rides and and attractions and everything. I really take the time to take some note of the the detailing that they put into them. There's, there's so many nods to films, different films. It all just walking around, isn't it? Like, yeah. I think the first time I was there with Stuart for Halloween Horror Nights 23, uh, Adrian's Pet Shop from Rocky is is in there. Mm-hmm. You know, and I'd walk past that that shop like 20 times on previous holidays and never even looked and seen it. Can I tell you something embarrassing? Yeah. I, I'm a big Hitchcock fan. Aficionado, if you like. Hitchcock would be proud. Blog over. No. And, <laughs> and, right. Uh, and we we were doing a um, one of these uh, tour things with Universal, looking at the, some of the houses in uh, 2015 during the day. And the guy said to us, right, we're going to break for lunch hour. We're going to meet back here um, in an hour's time. So one of the groups said, where, where exactly? 
right here next to the hotel from Vertigo. <laughs> and I was like, what? What now? And yeah, literally next to where the Starbucks is, that is the hotel from Vertigo. What? And I'd walk past it a million times and never realised. No way. So if you'd never realised, the actual hotel from Vertigo is in the park. Wow. Not, obviously not the original. Hey, Diz After Dark listeners. I want to invite you all to join us over on ScareZone, Halloween Horror Nights podcast. ScareZone is a news, interview, history, and commentary podcast all about Universal's premier Halloween event. It's hosted by fans and experts like me, Logan Seculo, former WWE superstar Scotty Too Hottie, and Diz After Dark's own Chris Ripley. Subscribe however you get podcasts and head over to ScareZone.com for more information. We here at the show are proud supporters of Diz After Dark. And remember, keep your eyes closed and your ears open on ScareZone. Is go and spend some time with the Mystic Fountain. No, we're not at that park yet. Oh, bum. We're still at regular Universal. Okay, um, try the turkey leg. <laughs> really? I adore turkey legs. As a meat eater who loves the meat, just get it down, yeah? The grease is dribbling down your arm. And it doesn't taste of turkey. What's it taste like? Ham. Why? I do not know. I think it's because it's smoked. All right. But the monsters, the, you can share a turkey leg quite easily with two people, maybe even three. I don't. I just have one. I took an artistic photo last time I was there of my shadow holding a turkey leg. It's quite a beautiful picture. So, forget all the classy restaurants. Go and get a turkey leg. There you go. Is Gotham bathroom still there? Yeah. They haven't been knocked down with... No, they are um, just around the corner from the arcade bit, opposite Starbucks, kind of, and opposite Ben & Jerry's. Yeah, so that there's another facade. You can go and have a wee with Batman. And if you go to Halloween Horror Nights and you sit on the benches outside of there, um, you see all the cast changes for the scare zone that you usually have outside of um, Disaster. Ah. Go on then, Amanda. What's your number three? Okay, my number three is by Photo Connect. That is a tough one. It is and a tough I, one. And I've never done it. I mean, yeah. No. Okay, I didn't do it last year, but since they since they brought it out, I've done it every year other than last year. If it's your first time, it's definitely worth it because, you know, there was a, a bit of a time when there wasn't very many characters out in Universal, but now there's loads. There's so loads I've... again. It's like old Universal again, and... There's more photo connect photographers around. You can get photos on quite a lot of the rides. And they all just get downloaded straight to your phone. And unlike um, Disney Memory Maker, they don't expire. So those photos will stay on your phone forever. That's good, isn't it? Just within the app. Is it a separate app to the Universal app or is it, it is part of? App. It's called 
um, amazing pictures. Oh, I'll have to put that on. Can you buy it in the app? I don't believe that you can buy it in the app, but you can buy buy it from the website or you can buy it at Universal. I think we might do that this year. Do it. It's definitely worth it, especially for things like the mummy and the Hulk. And like I know I'm going into Islands of Adventure now, but when you get your picture taken with Spider-Man on the green screen, they're led to all the all the stuff into the green screen. That's worth it just alone because we we went and got photos with Spider-Man last time we were there. And we actually got him to record a little video for Charlie and Freya, who weren't with us. But the photographs were just a green screen because it was yeah. our own camera. Exactly. But um, it's definitely worth it. If you like things like the Disney Memory Maker, 100% worth getting the Photo Connect package. And what sort of price is it? I believe that I paid about $120. This is two years ago, though. I know they've got more packages now. I'll try and bring up while Chris is talking about his. But it's definitely worth it. Come on then, Chris, lad. Um, so we're still on Universal Studios, yeah. right? Um, yeah. Uh, I would say, top tip... Eat a clogger in the uh, Simpsons area for no particular reason. Um, is that that's the burger, isn't it? Yeah, I think I've had one of them. And then wash it down with a flaming mo. Or a duff. I'd rather have a duff. I tried duff for the first time last year. The thing that the the flaming mo's good, but it's not a flaming mo. I haven't tried a flame and mo, but have they changed it? No. Because no. do they do they still fill it from the bottom? Because I know when they first opened, that's what they were doing, and now I never see that happening. Oh, I've only ever seen them fill it normally. Oh well, in the beginning, it had like a thing on the bottom of the cup, and it'd fill from the bottom. Well, you've got the dry ice in the bottom of the cup, haven't you? Hmm. In a little section that's sealed off from the rest of the cup, and then that's that's what gives it its smokiness. But I've I've never seen them fill it from the bottom. They might do. I don't know. Hmm. Okay, I found the price for the photo connect now. So for a fourteen-day one, it's one hundred thirty-nine ninety-nine, but it's the same price for an annual package. So if you go more than once in the year, you may as well get the annual package. So if I go this summer uh-huh. and buy an annual package, uh-huh. when I, I can literally... The, the beautiful thing about the Photo Connect or the Memory Maker is you can leave your phone in your pocket. Yes. You know, and you can interact with your family a little bit more as well at that point. But you don't have to... We've, we take 800 photographs in Disney with the Memory Maker, but we don't think to do it at Universal. So I'm going to have a go at that. Do it. I'm, do, I'm doing it. And the like, thing is as well, they just scan your card. So you can have multiple cards. So there's loads of, yeah, you can all have a card. Yeah. And then they all just go straight to your app. So worth it. Oh, I'm doing it. Do it. 
so back to the other thing we were talking about just then. That Stella's gone right to me head. <laughs> Such a shandy head, me. <laughs> what are we talking about? Flaming Mo. Flaming Mo, yeah. The Flaming Mo on The Simpsons is purple. Yeah, it should be purple, shouldn't it? It should be purple. Mm. If it was in Harry Potter, she wouldn't allow it to not be purple. <laughs> I, well, they say it, it's transforming. It's halfway through transforming. That's what it's meant to be. The Duff beard is lovely. I like it. But you need to literally show them the deeds to your house. One of your kidneys on a plate just to get <laughs> saved. You know what? Like... That was the only place where I didn't have to do anything like that. Oh. I literally walked in and I was like, yeah, can I just have a duff? <laughs> do they do special varieties of duff still? Um, I believe that they do like the Dufftober first or Dufftober. Yeah, I think they do, yeah. Oh. They, they do have different ales there normally, don't they? Different varieties of duff, but then they do Dufftober as well, don't they? Wait, did you get yours from the outside bit or from Moe's? Moe's? Yes, yeah, so did I. You've got to have it in Moe's. Outside doesn't count. I know. You've got to go and sit at that bar. I did take mine on to E.T. though. You took Duff on to E.T.? See, this is yeah. why you like E.T. You get pissed in Moe's and then go to yeah. E.T. and think it's amazing. Go and hallucinate. <laughs> Mate, it's amazing anyway. <laughs> Oh, we I should go get. I'm taking you to Universal in the daytime oh. this year. All right, you're on. And you're riding ET. What is this new place? I've never been here before. <laughs> Don't recognise it. Yeah. <laughs> My skin it burns. What's this, Barney? We What's should go that get... round thing in the sky. <laughs> we sh... we should go get wrecked in Mo's Tavern. Let's do it. You should go and get wrecked in that sports bar. Which sports bar? NBC. NBC. Oh. I haven't been in there yet. Oh, well, Stuart was drinking this grapefruit uh, lager, which was potent, and I was drinking some stout, which was like freaking porridge. Stout. (laughs) It was like 11% or something. Oh, God. That's when the rickshaw took us back to the room. Um, P Dubs, your number three. Yeah, on a similar vein to Chris's. Um, try some of the stuff in Diagon Alley. The the butter beer, the ice cream, uh, or the fire whiskey. Oh, tell us about the fire whiskey. Is it real whiskey? Yes, oh. it is. In fact, I've seen people asking today whether they can buy bottles of it. But apparently, uh, Universal's liquor license doesn't allow them to sell bottles of it. <laughs> Could you imagine? Now, with the butter beer, people take little. What would you recommend if you're doing a, a little mixer? Um, to, to spice your butter beer up. Do you? Would you put a fire whiskey in it? Yeah, I think it is the fire whiskey that people recommend that you put in it. That's going to be a good drink, that, isn't it? Especially a cold butter beer. Or even a hot one. 
I don't like I don't like the cold butter beer. I like the frozen. I don't like the cold. It's like diarrhea in a glass. But yeah, definitely, and and the sweets as well. I think because they've got toasted cream and fudge butter beer now, haven't they? Or something. Yeah, I mean, I didn't like the ice cream butter beer. It just tasted of vanilla ice cream. I didn't get any butter beer. But I think all the um, the different flavored ice creams you've got to try. Yeah, oh, sure. that, that's my number three. Okay, well, my number three is similar. Is just go and spend some time in the shops because, and and just just buy stuff. I know it sounds a bit meh. But there's What's so- your favourite thing that you've bought from Universal? Shorts. No, <laughs> <laughs> Ones that didn't have a hole in. When I split my arse open, the, the most expensive shorts, and I give them to the charity shop the other week because they were too big. Oh. But um, but I love all the, the Marvel stuff. I love the Spider-Man merchandise. I'm foolish. I always regret not buying stuff. When I get home, I'm like, I wish I'd bought that. I wish I'd bought that. So that's take the time to have a look, make a decision, and make some good purchases. Um, so there you go. That's my number three. The the Universal shop when you walk in on the left-hand side, mm-hmm. it's huge, isn't it? Yes. You know, I was in there one day, right? And literally, I'm looking at Spider-Man on top of one of the displays, like squatting. Yeah? Mm-hmm. And I'm just thinking it's a statue. And I'm just walking there. And next thing, he just got down and ran off. It was Spider-Man. Well, one time I was in there and some little Brazilian kid put his hand in my bag. Oh, I wonder where that was going then. And then when I caught him, he pretended that he didn't speak English and was trying to call me mum and trying to act like he thought that I was his mum. And I was like, mate, you know I'm not your mum. Look at me. Like, look at me. I'm clearly not your mum. You're clearly trying to steal something from my bag. So you were nearly robbed in Universal? Yeah. Oh. By a child. By a Brazilian child. I was like, what the fuck? <sighs> when was that? Human. It was like about three years ago. I was raging about it. Did anyone, uh, cast members, team members, did anyone get involved? I went and spoke to one of them and they were just like, oh, yeah, we know. Oh. That's a bit. Okay, then. We're going to walk across. We're going to stop oh, wait, that. on the subject of that shop, though. You okay. know, down the side of that, there's a secret entrance. It's been shut? Yeah. However, I did see on the annual pass group the other day that it was open. What's going on then, Amanda? Because Tim Tracker said it's shut. What is going on? I will investigate in May. I hope it's not closed, because that's my favourite way to exit. And where do you come out when you're exit? You come out down the side of Old Nickelodeon. Then you go around the side of Hard Rock Cafe, 
I acted in Nickelodeon in 1993. Ash was in um, a show on Nickelodeon in like 1999 or something. Ours was like at a, a school, a high school. Clarissa explains it all. Was it? I don't know. <laughs> no. <laughs> I don't know what it was. I can't, honestly, I don't know. We did get a certificate, um, but I couldn't tell you what it was. And we had to we had to change our t-shirts because they had sponsorship. They had um, like Adidas on or something. Mm. We just stood there in the hall, like pointing at that stuff. Yeah. So there you go. Right, are we going over there now? Out your seat, sexy. Oh, walk across the walk. We'll go to Ireland. Okay. What's your number one? Okay, my number one is take in the sounds of Islands of Adventure because the soundtrack to Islands of Adventure is, as Craig and Adam the Woo would say, majestic. And if you go back into UUOP's back catalogue, uh, they had the one of the creators of the music or the, 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 the writer of the music. Yes. He did. I don't know when it was. It was ages ago. The, the orange-headed buffoon will sort that out. <laughs> yeah, he can make it. But He'll... it has such a good soundtrack. Like, if I'm ever in a sad mood, if I listen to the Islands of Adventure soundtrack, happy again straight away, because I absolutely love it. And if you film around the parks and things like that, like it will just remind you of having such a good time. I love it. Okay. Yeah, I agree with that one, boss. What about you, Christopher? Well, tickets. Tickets, please. Um, what? Make sure you buy your tickets before you go. Don't buy them when you get there. But also, yeah. buy a park-to-park ticket. Agreed. Yes. Yeah. That is a good one. Because if you go and try and get on the Hogwarts Express, you'll be sent to go and upgrade your ticket. Do you have everything there, don't you, to do it? Yeah. Now, is that uh, at a premium rate or are they fair? Did they give it at a, a fair rate? Honestly, don't know because I've never tried that. Because ne- we, as Brits, always get park-to-park tickets, don't we? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you do see plenty of people getting turned away as you're walking in and they're, yeah. they're having to upgrade. That's in the train station, the King's Cross and whatnot. I think it is a, um, I think it's just what you pay on the gate, which is more than what you'd pay if you bought it beforehand. Yeah. Oh, there is another top tip though. If you're buying tickets in England, the, the tickets, although it, you're buying them from Universal in England, you're actually buying them through a through another company. Um, basically they subcontract it to this company in England but it's, it is still Universal and the tickets are essentially directly from Universal and they are the best price but if you lose your Universal ticket that you've bought in the UK while you're in America they cannot help you because the system that shows who's bought tickets and who hasn't is in England 
So if you go up to the window and say, oh, I've lost my English ticket or it's got damaged or blah, 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 they can't help you. So you need to, um, top tip again, you need to take a photograph of it, basically, or a photocopy. That's a very good tip. Oh. I've took photographs and there was one year where um, my, I'd printed out our tickets. It was, the, it was the year I ripped my pants and this is why I was doing it. The first night of the Halloween Horror Nights we went to, we were trying to scan our express passes that we'd printed out in the UK with my dodgy printer, and it wouldn't scan. And she would have to either type it in at every queue, or to just wave you through. To just go, just fucking go on, go on, just not bad, just go on. So it was a pain in the arse. So the next night, I was, I said, can you? help me, we need these printing out into real tickets if you can. And he did. They were able to do it. Um, that's good. But, and that's when he gave me um, the vouchers to cover up my arsehole. <laughs> which was unbelievable. You know what I mean? So, um, okay, so, dubs of the P. Uh, my recommendation would be go and have a photo taken with the Raptor. Yes. all the videos and everything I've seen it looks like a great meet and great and that the that the raptors are very entertaining they're quite scary as well aren't they in a funny sort of way it's like those blow up costumes you can buy isn't it yeah but yeah, yeah. I think it looks great both in, in Orlando and Hollywood I think they've both got it down to a T now and it'd be far part of uh, Photo Connect as well. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay, my number one is um, go and spend time. I said this before at the fountain, the Mystic Fountain. Is it called the Mystic? The yeah, I love the fountain. Yeah. Just go and sit there for half an hour. Go and get a drink. Just sit there. If you've got kids, Go and send them up to the fountain. Um, you don't know if he's going to talk or not, do you? Or does he have set times? Or don't think he has like set really set times. But it's just throughout the day. It's just throughout the day, isn't it? But shout out to James Keaton, who does the voice yeah. of the fountain. It's his twenty-fifth anniversary today. I can't believe that. I know he must have started when he was like old, twelve or something. I know. I was like, why are you being real? <laughs> so, you're, when you're talking to the fountain, you're potentially talking to Jack. Yeah. Potentially. Just remember that. Or the original Cause, Beetlejuice. Because Jack will come and get you. Uh-huh. Okay, and man. if you go to Zeus Landing and you yeah. go to, oh, the stories you'll hear, you'll potentially have chance reading your story. Oh, God. Potentially. That's not that, is it? You know, it's really funny. She sounds exactly the same as Chance when she's reading the story, and it weirds me out today. I'm <laughs> going to... Like, that's something we've never done. Isn't it? No. I love Zeus Landon so much. <sighs> Zeus Landon's a place you walk through to get to Harry Potter. No, because I go the opposite way. 
because you go you get all angry don't you it makes me so frustrated when people <laughs> go right that's the way to go in no it isn't it's left oh you have to oh. go left well yeah i do I go left sometimes that. you go left you go through marvel and you go around that way and you end with this landing and then you go out Right. Yeah, in fact, everyone go right and I'll go left. It's fine. Okay, so that was okay. Mandate your number two. Two. I know I, I did my two for both for both and the four. Okay, so I'll do my number three. So my number three. In fact, I'll have two for number three because I've got two more things I want to do. So my first one is. Go and find scenic spots. So if you go behind the Jurassic Park Discovery Center, you have a view around the whole entire lagoon and it's so nice there. You can see the Hulk, you can see Doctor Doom, you can see Hogwarts Castle and no one's ever there. So you can just sit and chill and take loads of pictures and it's gorgeous. There's loads of places like that around the whole entire park. But my other one, is take a change of clothes because there are three very big water rides and you don't want to be walking around with wet knickers all day. <laughs> it depends Craig, on... Don't on... Say anything, Craig. <laughs> yeah. It depends on whose knickers they are, to be honest. No, but take a change of clothes because they have the dryers that you pay $5 for, but they don't do anything. The well, place... I... T- Totally agree with that, and we have started as a family. We will take the cheapest t-shirts for that day, mm-hmm. um, old shorts, and we will just bin the stuff. Yeah, we will have a change of clothes and we'll dump. Yeah, and me and Ash do what we call um, Bun Day Fun Day. So we just go to the park with our hair in a bun, no makeup tiny thin clothes that we don't care about getting soaked and then we just go and do all the water rides and then we just get changed it sounds like girls gone wild that's what we are (laughs) and (laughs) once you've done the water rides once because you've got to change clothes just go and do them again yeah just spend the whole day just keep going around doing all the water rides run over to universal and run through curious george and then get changed it's fine I'm sure me and Stuart did um, Popeye three times on the bounce. It was definitely twice, yeah. Like, don't think that you can go on these water rides and stay dry, because it's not happening. No. You go on Popeye, you may as well just jump in the bath. And a a ponto, a a thingy, a a waterproof, what are they called? The poncho's not going to save you on Popeye. No, no chance. Not a chance. That's a boss no, ride. That that is absolutely. Yeah, you just you're getting splashed by people's wee from the water park. <laughs> Don't. <laughs> stinging your eyes. <laughs> stinging your eyes. Yeah. <laughs> What's your number two then, Mister Ripley? Um, my number two is never, ever, 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 ever bother going into. The show that the name I can't remember. Poseidon. What? Yeah. I like Poseidon. What? No. 
It's the queue is too long. Okay, the queue is too long, but if you are like a master of timing and you time it as the show's gonna like about to be let in. Perfect. The queue is pitch black. It's just dead boring in there. Like there's nothing to look at. Mm, it is dark. boring. It's dark. It's dreary. But I find the ride or the the walkthrough or the experience is brilliant. No, it depends boring. on the actor you've got. No, the actor, the actor makes it, doesn't he? It's boring. I feel like there was a time when I hadn't been on it for years and years and years, and it was about two years ago. And I, I went back through it, and I was like, "Oh my god, this is actually really good." It's nearly as good as ET. No, nothing's as good as ET, me. Oh. They should demolish it and think of all the room that they'd have. And put something else I wouldn't in there. be sad if they demolished it. Like I, it wouldn't, it wouldn't bother me if they demolished it. But I don't hate it. I'd rather do that than Terminator. Put the Lord of the Rings <coughs> in there. Is yeah. that face? Is that forced perspective, or is that huge? Bit of both, I think. Because it looks monstrous, doesn't it? On the side of the building. As you're walking up to it, yeah, it looks huge. It looks. Majestic. It's going to be huge. It's going to be huge. Um, P-dubs? Number two? Uh, this, is, uh, this is the last one I've got for Islands of Adventure. Uh, there's no number three. But uh, watch the superheroes enter Marvel Superhero Island on their yeah. mopeds. Yeah. Their quad bikes. They put on a good show when they come out. Um, and then start meeting and greeting and climbing up walls and all sorts of things. I've never, apart from Spider-Man in his little hut, I've never took the time to go and meet the superheroes. What? Amanda, can I ask you a question? Do you remember the Marvel show that was in the studios park? Um, No, I don't think I do. No one ever remembers it. Give us a year, give us a time frame. Oh, I don't know, mid-90s? I don't know, I don't feel like I do. And where was it? Well, it was awesome, right? I remember standing, I was, I don't know how old I was, I wasn't very old, and my parents were riding King Kong, and we were standing out the front of King Kong, and the show just started to happen around us, Spider-Man started to actually climb up the wall, then Wolverine came swinging in from like where Starbucks is, all the way over to where the Ghostbusters show is, and then Cyclops was there fighting the Green Goblin, and Doctor Doom, and oh. It was brilliant. I'm going to have all my videos when I go home. If you can give me, like, um, an estimate of what year. Okay. Then I'll have a look on my videos. I'm going to Google Definitely, it. I've read about it. You read about it? Yeah, because I, I was going to say it was it was by the Ghostbusters show. Yes. So it's not a Mandela effect. Yeah. But it was like health and safety officer's nightmare because they were literally climbing up the buildings and jumping off them and all sorts. It might be a time slip. Marvel Superheroes Showdown, 1995. So, at what point did Marvel and Universal do their deal then? Well, didn't Jim Hill, or no, it was Hate to Fly, didn't he say it was early 90s? Right. I don't know, but I was definitely there in 95, so I'll check my videos out. 
Yeah. I did have a number two. Um. Oh God. <laughs> I can't remember what it was. It was a good one as well. Something about something. Don't do Doctor Doom's Fear Fall. What? You're crazy. It's crap. No, it isn't. Me and Stuart were thrown off that. Why? Because that little Mexican kid who tried to rob you. <laughs> he was Brazilian, okay? Oh, yeah. <laughs> that little Brazilian. It's because of Donald Trump building the freaking wall. It's playing on my mind. Yeah, don't, don't be giving Jim to Mexicans. <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> to apologise to the Mexican ambassador. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Mexico. Uh, them Brazilians. the ship. <laughs> Yeah. Or any yeah. tax payments or anything from the Mexicans. No, we love Mexicans. We love the work they did on Breaking Bad. It was boss. So, the Brazilians, there was a Brazilian on the same row as us. And he's on his phone. But while, it, you're, while you're on the ride? But, you know, it's like the slowest loader in the history of loading because it's a health and safety nightmare. Yeah. So we're getting put in the seats. And then if somebody on the tannoy, put your phone away, sir. Excuse me, sir, put your phone away. I won't tell you again, sir, put your phone away. And we're like, that. put your phone away. Put your phone away. He's talking to you. Put your phone away. I can imagine you getting so fuming about it. Oh, and then all of a sudden, the, literally the doors opened again and we were all just thrown off. What? And... The, the ride, what he'd done, he had to reset the whole ride because something, the process had been started or something. I don't know. I don't know where. I don't know if we'd have been shot, if we had been shot up or something. Something that, I don't know, but we were thrown off the ride. And we were like, but we're with them. We're not with them. But we were thrown off the ride. Oh, no. Yeah, so nice one, Brazil. Thanks, Brazil. Pig dogs. <laughs> Go on, Amanda, give us your number four then. Um, well, this will be number five, actually. All oh, right, okay. Okay, your... my number five is go to Halloween Horror Nights and get so drunk that then the next day you need to go to Marvel Superhero Island, stand in the little smoking area by the Hulk and dance it off to Pendulum. That's, a... That's the best tip I can give anyone. This is turning into like an AA meeting. This is turning uh... into how to holiday like Amanda. <laughs> that's that's your future trip, Chris. Yeah, I know. This is what we're doing yeah. in September. Chris, <laughs> you're doing all the Amanda things in September. <laughs> you know, it's going to be battered in September. You've got to wear a little mini dress. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Great. You've got to go out in the sunshine. I'm going to give you winged eyeliner. Eyeliner. <laughs> <laughs> Not Russell Brown. It's going oh. to be so good. Girls' day. Oh, I'd love to boss. be a girl for a day. You can't make because you're going like a week before me. Well, I'd, if I was a girl for a day, I just literally wouldn't leave the room, to be honest, but whatever. <laughs> we won't go into that. <laughs> no, we're not talking about that. We're talking about how to be like Amanda. Me, a bottle of whiskey and a mirror. I'd be sorted. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Oh, God. 
Uh, so you well, have anyway, my point is dance through life hungover. Oh, I know, yeah, but won't you throw up? No, because what you do, right, is you go to the, um, I think it's called Cafe Four, something like that. You get some chips or fries for our American friends. You eat them. That soaks up most of the alcohol that's still left in your body, and then you just dance that off. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Do you have salt on the fries? Um, I think they just put it on already. Oh, I love salt. Go on then, Chris. Well, I can't. You must think have of, another one. I can't think of any more fries of adventure, but the only one I would say is supposedly um, the VIP behind-the-scenes tours that they do now are a lot better than they used to be. I'm thinking of doing one of these in May. Mm. How much, roughly, Christopher? Um, I looked the other day. It was 179.99 for one park. What? 99 for two parks. That's not too bad. Mm-hmm. Now, I what podcast did I listen to? Um, it was Logan, wasn't it? Yeah. It was on WDW um, today, our sponsors, show sponsors. And he did both, didn't he? He did Universal and Disney VIP. Mm-hmm. Is, it, is that what you're talking about? Yeah. So and Universal battered Disney. Well, yeah. See, the old Universal VIP tours weren't very good, and people never really rated them. Um, and they're really expensive as well. Um, but um, no, the new tour is a lot more behind the scenesy kind of stuff. Um, and uh, yeah, everyone's saying it's really good. So, so you go to what Logan said was you go to a, an area where you're fed. You've got your own private cafe, yeah. and you can eat anything from any of the restaurants around the parks. It's like a buffet-type thing. And then you are put on every ride you want to go on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then you say, I want to meet Spider-Man at 3 o'clock. You go and meet Spider-Man at 3 o'clock. And Disney put you in the fast pass queues, I believe. I really? just made you just made you queue up in the fast pass queue. What? They don't backdoor you. No. God. That's what that's what Logan said. So say for example the Seven Dwarfs Mine train, um, the fast pass queue would still have a twenty minute wait. You're still waiting twenty minutes. That's not very good. Where Disney excelled was they had a private car waiting for you backstage and you'd be put in your car and zipped off to the next venue behind the scenes, which is quite good. But I think if you're saying $179 a uh-huh. Monday, I might do that. Do it. And do the, it. the Disney one is much more expensive. Oh, it was something stupid, wasn't it? Like, was it $300 an hour or something? Something like that, yeah. I think I worked it out once. It was about four and a half grand. <sighs> yeah, too much. So, with the Universal one for, for that $179, is that an hour? An hourly rate? Oh, in fact, it was $189 and $199 for two parks. So it's only $10 more than what I said it was. But, yeah, that's it's all day, I imagine. Wow. Stop. But because, is that a, there's got to be a minimum number of people? Well, this one is for um, 
parties of up to six people. So, like, if it was just me, I'd be with, like, five randomers. But if you wanted to do a VIP private one, um, the prices aren't on the website. But I'd imagine they'd probably be similar to the RIP tour prices. So that was, like, what, $2,000 for 10 people? Wow. So there's like seven and a half of us going in the summer. So we could literally do VIP for one day for Mm -hmm. $180 and just be put on everything. Mm -hmm. Oh, I might do that. But when you work that out against the price of, like, if you weren't staying on site, if you worked out against the price of, like, an express pass for the day, I'd probably rather do the VIP tour. Because you're not going to need an express for every single ride. No. And you can't use your express on certain rides. No. So I would 100% go for the VIP tour if I wasn't staying on site. Well, my number three then is the best pretzels on property in Marvel Superhero Island. Really? Oh, yes. Where? Just across the way from Spider-Man. And you get your pretzel. It's heavily salted. They give you a cheese dip. And you walk into Toon Lagoon, dipping away. And it's the saltiest, most breadiest pretzel goodness (laughs) that you can imagine. And that will top trump your poxy portion of fries. <laughs> Will it? Yeah. When you're soaking up your alcohol. <laughs> okay. Um, I don't know about that. Okay. You used to say okay. Mr. Um, Mackey from South Park. Yeah. Oh, I used to watch South Park in the 90s. Okay. Wait, Chris, new plan. In mm-hmm. September, I'm going to buy you a very salty pretzel. Mm-hmm. And then you're going to do a hangover dance with winged and, and, and then dress. And then you're going to tell us which one was better. You're wrong. Okay. Chris can judge this. Amanda, mm-hmm. can that go on the, the After Dark Podcast Network YouTube channel? Um, I will put GoPros everywhere around Ireland's adventure and I'll get it from all angles. <laughs> What's the battery on a GoPro? It's not that good, to be honest. Because uh, you see uh, people wearing them on their wrists, don't they? Mm-hmm. But you can't do that at Universal. They won't allow it, will they? What about the ones strapped to your chest? Never tried it. But you can't do them either. No, I've just got like a little hand grip for mine, but the only ride in Universal I've ever tried to take it on was um, Jurassic Park, and they shouted at us. Did they? Yeah, when we got to the um, drop, yeah, they were like, they put on the tannoy that we needed to put it away, and Ash was like, no, I'm a rebel. But so you can't. <laughs> well, how can the, you're, on, you're ready to drop at that point, I suppose. Mm-hmm. So you're in suspended animation almost like that. And they're like that. Put the camera away. Yeah. Two little scousers on the top of the hill like that. Fuck off. Yeah. How are they going to get you down? 
Well, exactly. But I'm too nice to do that. So I'd be like, okay, I'll put it away. But did we get to the uh, the bottom of the results? Because let's bring Ash into this now. <laughs> I was doing so good at not bringing her into it this episode. She gets so angry when you bring her into it. <laughs> she does, doesn't she? She gets so angry when everyone calls her Hufflepuff. <laughs> she is a Hufflepuff. <laughs> now, oh, I'm just scrolling back through the tweets. It was a couple of weeks ago we did the poll, didn't we? We did. And I'm trying to find the results. Right. Oh, this is controversial. What Hog- Hogwarts house should Ash really be in? Hufflepuff. Okay. <laughs> she is going to knock you out, Chris. Well, <laughs> the votes are in. The votes have been counted, people. <clears throat> Let me I'm nervous. You. I've got to go home on Monday. She's going to kick my head in. Well, Gryffindor, which she believes she's in. <laughs> By massaging the answers to suit the, uh, the needs, sixteen percent. Oh, Slytherin, of which I, she's not a Slytherin. She is not a Slytherin. Thirty-two percent. Oh, people think that she's evil. People think she's evil. That's she's the rage. Not a bad boy. That's the rage she showed. I know. <laughs> People think, oh, God, stay away from me. Right. Ravenclaw, 20%. Mm. Everyone hates Ravenclaws. Even I, I'm a Gryffindor, and we batter Ravenclaws at dinner time. Oh, listen, Brady's a Ravenclaw. Ew. Brady. Little Brady. Yeah, well, I rob his gravy, and I have extra gravy on my chips. Okay. So... Hufflepuff, 32%. Mm. So, there you go. So, she is in two houses. Oh. Slytherin. Well, she ain't no Slytherin. And if she's not a Slytherin, then she's got to be... Hufflepuff. You're just middle of the road. You're not evil. You're not good. You're just an extra in the back of the film. While the Gryffindors and the Slytherins get all the glory. But she is going to be human. You're just a little Hufflepuff. And if I get shot on Platform 7 next week at Liverpool Lime Street, I'll know it was you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But also, um, me and Chris have an entire Slytherin party now. We do. What? Yeah. I think we've got about 20 people. We have. Where? Yeah. Um, all across the globe. We've what? got all kinds of people. We've recruited right, them. Right, we need Gryffindor one. Yeah, we're having Gryffindor. Do are it, but g- it's not going to be as good as our Slytherin party because we're bad boys. Yeah, but you will all in-fight. No, we won't, because what we're going to do is we're all going to come to Cabana Bay, to my hotel. I'm going to make everyone green-themed cocktails. We're going to have a mega Slytherin party. Just what, by, like, weeing in the water? No, please. There's going to be no weed in the water because Slytherins don't do that. Oh, sli- no, if anybody does it, then it would be Slytherins. <laughs> Clearly yeah. not, because me and Chris are not like that. Exactly. Well, then maybe you're not Slytherin after all. No, us Slytherins have me in class. Did you know, mm. Amanda? 
that the orange-headed buffoon known as Leus Malleus, yeah, mm-hmm. has got a dark mark. I did know that. Oh, did you know that? I didn't know that, mate. Well, I do listen to you, OP. Where's his did dark you know mark it? It's on his pecker. <laughs> <laughs> it's only half a dark mark. <laughs> <laughs> Hang on, if it's Lee, it'd be Woody Woodpecker. <laughs> <laughs> you don't just spat his tea everywhere now. Sorry, Lee. <sighs> oh, sorry, Lee, and your unusually round head. And all your wonderful press from Jim. Oh, God, hey. did you see it? Blimey. <sighs> Tough. Adds uh, off to your Malaby. You friggin' pulled it off there. Chris, you need to do something crazy so we get in the news. Well, yeah. I've, I've pissed off JK Rowling enough. I'll just keep um, vlogging that. You need to away. find a new celebrity to say something about. We we need to we need to tweet George R. R. Martin and tell him that the third gate is going to be Game of Thrones at Universal. Yeah. That's Let's start hashtag. <laughs> <laughs> Let's start a hashtag about like a celebrity's got discharged from somewhere. No, let's start a Game of Thrones third gate hashtag, fourth gate hashtag. Game of Thrones isn't going to be a... all everyone would be doing is chopping each other's heads off and goosing. It's fine. Imagine there's characters you'd want to meet. Sean Bain with his head chopped off. I'll go and get a cat, I'll go in the whorehouse and meet a character in there. <laughs> That's going to be the new themed restaurant. Yeah. Oh, what's in me tea here? Freaking spider's legs. Oh. I've gone too far, haven't I? Yeah. Every time. Every time. Even wifey, she's lying next to me in bed listening to this two days after we recorded it, shaking her head disapprovingly. Why? Wifey would not be proud. (laughs) Podcast over. We hope you've enjoyed this podcast. If you would like to support Diz After Dark and the other After Dark Network podcasts, please visit our website at www.patreon.com forward slash Diz After Dark. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com forward slash Diz After Dark. Thank you. Dark Podcast Network.